The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. But I need to get to this next guest because he's making specific time for us today out of his busy day. Uh, and you know what? It's it's a cool story because he's hoping to blaze a, a new trail with cannabis tourism through Kananaskis country. Kananaskis, with a C, steers pot enjoying guests through the scenic foothills and mountains west of Calgary and um, it's it's going to let them enjoy that safely in the comfort of of uh, you know under his guidance David Dormer is the man behind it all he joins us now hey David oh Thanks for joining us. All right. I think a lot of folks might recognize you and your name as a longtime journalist in Alberta. How did this get onto your radar? Uh, this has been something that has been in the works for a couple of years now for me. And, and you want to go bigger than that, probably the last 20 years. Uh, I am a longtime cannabis advocate, adversary, user. Uh, I grew up in British Columbia, so I'm very familiar with the plant. And uh, when legalization came, I thought this is a perfect opportunity to give people really good advice and do something that I love. This is uh, this is interesting because I think um, I think there's still a lot of stigma around this. I think of back to you know last time I was out in the Okanagan, did a wine tour, no problem. Some somebody drove me in a van and a bunch of other people from place to place to place, and and no one would think twice about that. But I get the sense that some people are like, what the heck is going on with this? Um, are you finding are you finding that at all? Yes. Uh, I mean, stigma around cannabis has been around for thousands of years, and it hasn't changed really with legalization. I mean, people that use mm. it already use it. People that don't, don't. Uh, people have their attitudes, and, and that's sort of one of the things that I'm, or one of the reasons I'm doing the tour is because I want to lessen that stigma, and I want to show people that this is a beautiful plant that can be used in a positive way. It's not just Cheech and Chong and hotboxing the forest. <laughs> You know, it's doing it responsibly and safely, and and it's a really great day. All right, so tell us about what a day would look like on one of these tours. Well, uh, we start in the morning, uh, just after 10 o'clock, and the first stop is at our friends at Five Point Cannabis in Bridgeland, where, um, because I can't supply the cannabis, obviously I'm not a retailer and I'm not a producer, uh, so guests can uh, purchase there if they choose or they can bring their own if they want and then we head out to the mountains and there's a first stop as what i call the the secret smoke spot uh give a little bit of a lesson on uh or some tactile lesson where i have some things that people can see some books and some the court record of the first canadian that got convicted and then from there we move on to a lunch spot which is a really cool viewpoint that people can enjoy a charcuterie lunch made with local products and then uh, an optional if they want, so we can either take a drive through the valley and enjoy the mountains or uh, they can go on a hike. And uh, from what you were saying before, one of the reasons that I use the mountains is specifically because it is not legal to do this in the city of Calgary, but it is legal to do it in the mountains. And, you know, and I explain that to people and, and so do a little bit of advocacy because that's something that we're trying to change. So I, I'm 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 guessing I don't have to look at my text line, Dave, and say people are going, okay, you're driving and you're going hiking after smoking. Is it, what about safety concerns? Uh, you know, safety concerns are um, 
a lot of people, I wouldn't say that they're confused by the uh, using cannabis and going hiking, but there are a lot of people that really enjoy using cannabis and, and are active. And I, you know, I'm yeah. one of them. Uh, I think that the notion of the lazy stoner is an outdated and misguided one. Um, but as for safety, I do all the driving. Uh, I do not partake while we're on the tour. And uh, I have all of my first aid. And, you know, I'm there to watch over everybody. The hikes uh, and the areas that we go to are very accessible. Uh, so, you know, there's no danger of we're not going to be out way out in the back country. Um, and then, um, yeah. People, people aren't smoking in the van when you're driving out there. No. Uh, consumption is not allowed in a vehicle in Canada. And um, so but the consumption is legal when we arrive at the spots. And, you know, that's uh, another reason before as I said I'm, I'm doing the advocacy is I am doing all of this above board and following all of yeah, the yeah. rules and all of the laws because I want to show that cannabis tourism can be done responsibly and safely. Dave Dormer joining me this afternoon. Is is cannabis tourism being done elsewhere successfully, whether in Canada or, or, or in other countries that oh, you yeah. know of? Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, Colorado is, I would call, the mecca of cannabis tourism right now. I mean, obviously, for years and years and years, there was Amsterdam. Everybody knew yeah. about it. You know, it wasn't actually quite legal there. It was tolerated. Uh, they built a huge industry. In the last you know, Colorado, I believe 2014, they went uh, legal. Since then, the state of Colorado has now uh, earned more than a billion dollars in income yeah. from the cannabis industry. The cannabis tourism in Colorado is worth in the hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. And uh, their, their numbers show that up to 25% of people, uh, tourists who come to Colorado, are there specifically for cannabis. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's something that's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. What has the reaction been from tourism Alberta and and, and stuff like uh, like that? I mean, has anyone decided to say, hey, you know, we think this is a great idea. Let's let's hop on board. Uh, tourism Alberta and Tourism Calgary have said the opposite, and yeah. th their reaction has not been one of support. But I can understand why that is. This is a new and fledgling uh, kind of a niche industry. And mm -hmm. it might not be something they want to put their resources uh, behind, but I am putting my resources behind it <laughs> because the reaction in the last few days since it kind of got announced that I'm doing this has just been phenomenal. And, you know, it, cannabis is one of those things that because of the stigma, people don't necessarily talk about it publicly, but a lot yeah. of people do it and a lot of people like it. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right on on that front, Dave. So, where where what do you what do you hope uh, where do you hope to see this in five ten years from now? I mean, you could be leading the charge on cannabis tourism in this country, certainly in this province. Um, you know, early bird gets the worm, I guess. Yes, and that is my goal. Uh, I want to I want to be a part of this, and I want to help grow it. Uh, cannabis tourism is a growing sector in the country. I've, I've taken part in a number of conferences, and there are people all across the country that are working on doing things like this. I'm sort of the first one out of the gate, and I've you know, mm -hmm. kind of loudly announced it. Uh, but in five years, I want to see our tourism industry rivaling that of Colorado. I want to see Alberta especially, because we have the infrastructure, we have the mountains. I want Alberta to be Canada's cannabis travel mecca 
and it's, I want to see it just grow. And I also want to see the cannabis industry grow and I want to see people learn about it. I want to see it done responsibly. I want to see it done safely. It's been interesting um, since uh, legalization almost two years ago, Dave, and of course you've covered it and followed it very closely, you know, because of, you know, I guess both jobs, to be honest with you. Um, But we've seen a number of areas grow when it comes to cannabis. I mean, cooking culinary, you know, uh, cannabis uh, culinary um, fields, uh, the work that's being done, that Calgary itself was, was a pretty hot spot for that. I know Toronto's doing a lot of that. So I suspect that we're going to see more and more like this, you know, little niche areas that may be considered niche for now, but maybe, you know, it takes time, grows into into mainstream, like like the Okanagan wine tours um, just become a, a part of something that uh, folks want to do. And exactly. And that is happening. There, there are a lot of people doing a lot of little things right now, and they're, they're kind of still germinating, if you want to say that, but, but things are <laughs> going to start coming to fruition. I know and I'm actually talking to a couple of organizations about some pretty big projects that are coming down the pipe, uh, so to speak. And I'm really <laughs> excited about the direction that this is going. And I think that, I mean, cannabis, uh, you want to talk numbers. In, in Alberta, in the first year, Albertans spent $100 million over one year. In June, they did $47 million in this year. So cannabis itself is growing. It's going to be a billion-dollar industry in Canada. And, you know, I think that the the different levels of government need to embrace that. And and I think everybody needs to embrace it and realize it. And and let's do it in the the safest and most responsible way possible. Dave, any uh, blowback from using uh, Cananascus with a a C as your your title of uh, the company? No. Uh, In fact, people, people all love the name. And that's Oh, I think it's a great name. As soon as I, as soon as, like, when that name came to me, it was an aha moment, and I thought, okay, I have something here. <laughs> um, you know, and people have all been very supportive. Uh, I'm, I'm in close contact with the, with Cananaxis, the licensing people. They all think I have a, a great idea. You know, everybody's okay. been very supportive of it so far. Interesting stuff. If people want to find out more, where can they find out more? What's the website? Uh, it's canonaskis.com, C-A-N-N-A. Yeah. And if they go there, they can, uh, it's all a thing, and they can contact me through the website. I'm yeah, and uh, now. Uh, and the prices are on there, and the tours uh, now running until the end of October, right? Yeah, I'm doing it on weekends only because obviously I have to do my day job to try and pay for all this. <laughs> uh, we're doing weekends. We're going to expand in the winter. I have some ideas, some some different things are coming. There's a full price list. There's an itinerary explanation. All the information is on the website. All right, Dave. Thanks for uh, carving out some time from your uh, from your from your day job this afternoon to talk about this. Uh, we'll be following this closely. I look forward to seeing where this is in a in a year or two from now. Good luck to you. Thank you, Thank you so much. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, you betcha. That's Dave Dormer joining us this afternoon. The uh, Cananaskis Tour Company, Cananaskis with a C, Cananaskis.com. He has launched this, which will guide, you know, those who, you know, cannabis using guests through the foothills and mountains near Calgary, explain the history of cannabis, uh, you know, in Alberta, in this country. Um, Enjoy the mountains, go for a hike, have some food, um, all under, you know, um, he's driving 
driving, everything's safe and sound. He's not using, nothing can be used in the vehicle. Interesting stuff. I love people who come up with uh, with different ideas and want to take a chance on things. Again, it's kenanaskis.com.